When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. I will be in every episode. You know, it's good to have you back in the office. Last week, I was, we didn't we couldn't record the pop because you weren't here. I was just like, you know, I, I, I had no one to no one to host with at all. Did you record an episode without me? There's just <laughs> Can a, you imagine? A total one-sided it's just, episode. It's the of Lost this. J episode. It's I will just, say, I need to... Yeah, I know, well, right? uh, welcome to Popcorn Culture, everybody. How about a corny joke? <laughs> all right. Um, no, I will say that I actually, like, coming into today's episode, I was like, there, there's been, like, a weird a weirdness in the air where like i think the office got really used to me not being here and they're, they're like established like a whole new like bendless dynamic oh you think so oh yeah for sure for sure and then you hosted project for awesome yeah right which apparently is part of meant that you um pranked my desk by yes by that Google, happened googly eyeing everything mm-hmm. okay so there's that so yeah. like walking in to sit down for the pop today i was like Something tells me that they like rallied the troops while I was gone. If anything, and I think it is the exact opposite. Uh, because if I am not mistaken, someone signed up for the butter and pop, the buttered popcorn tier this month, which is the tier that gives you the additional vote boost. Vote so I, boost? That so, right? Yeah, my, okay, yeah, this is the right words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, boat boost? That's no. Okay. For, for those of you unaware at home, the, basically what we have going on is our Patreon is what determines who will be the host week in, week out. It's up and, for debate. Yeah. So we have we have a variety of tiers uh, at, at different dollar amounts, but we have one tier uh, at all of those amounts, one for Jay and one for myself. So the Jazzy J tier, the Buzzy B tier, each sign up basically contributes one vote towards who you believe should be the host uh, that week or that month. And at our our top tier, you can actually purchase 100 votes. Yeah. And this this month, apparently somebody signed up for my 100 vote. For your 100 vote boost. So... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why they felt the need to widen the gap, but they did. We, we appreciate <laughs> just you. to really, really lock in your position. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad. Maybe maybe they were expecting a coup. Maybe, maybe they were like Ben's out of office. I know what's going to happen. Maybe it was you. You're like I smell shenanigans. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine <laughs> if like if like it was yeah like uh, like your birthday or like some event and people were like oh we're making it happen like, yeah. you know like this is we're gonna do this. And it's like I'm like watching the yeah. all the emails come in and everything. And it's like no way, no. I will not, I will support myself, yeah. and I will take money out of my personal take home and put it towards this. Yes, yes. <coughs> oh man, what a what a very disastrous plan. Yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, it really does go a long way uh, towards everything we do over here at Popcorn Culture. Anyway, 
How about a corny joke? Oh, I'm always up for a corny joke. I like this one. It comes from Jake Lamont, who says, What did the milk say to the Swiss cheese? What did the milk say to the Swiss cheese? Something like, something holy, for sure. I don't know. (laughs) Holy, holy, I don't know. Holy cow, you're solid. Uh, I was close. You were were very close. I know how Swiss cheese jokes work. Yeah. If it's going to be Swiss cheese, it's going to be holy. (laughs) There's a whole joke in there. Yeah. I have to tell you that when reading uh, Deathly Hallows and um, which Weasley twin George loses his ear. Uh, Fred is dead, so George lost his ear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fred oh, yeah. is dead. Holy. Yes. Okay. So I remember reading it for the first time, and he's like making this joke, <laughs> like this holy, holy, like you know, whole joke, and I it like just goes clean over my head. I have to read it like fifteen times, and I'm like, what? Because <laughs> it's a, it's a. Like a hole? Because it's a hole in his head. Yeah. He's feeling holy, but he's also saying like holy, like angelic or something. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I eventually got You there, got it but, now. But in the beginning, I was like, I don't think this is their best their Not best your stuff. best work. For, for two characters known for being like the comic relief, <laughs> yeah. for, for being able to sling some zingers. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't their best. I mean, he comes right out, of, right out of like shock and being like knocked unconscious straight into joke based on accepting his new like state of being, which is saying a lot, right? That's true. You know, I don't know if I would be able to like laugh at losing an ear forever so quickly myself. Although that being said, I do believe you had a rather hilarious moment where you were coming out of surgery and maybe still under a little bit of like local oh, aesthetics. Yeah. You know? Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I believe so this was I don't think I was actually there. This is like a story that I think mom and dad love to tell. Yeah. It's like one of their all-time faves. So yes. anyway, we we've talked uh, in the past episodes of the pop about how Jay and I both had a um a surgery to correct like a, a, a cavity that we had in our chest and it basically was like a bar that helped like lift it out and it was it was pretty substantial surgery that we had to go under which means that you're, you're completely under you're doing like the whole thing you wake up you know you feel like an elephant standing on top of you yeah uh, and you're a little bit loopy and hilarious. yeah you were quite a bit loopy for and, sure okay so what what exactly happened here somebody asked you a question so yeah so uh, i'm just sort of like waking up from the um anesthesia and and like they're basically they're asking you basic questions to test whether you're like coherent or not so basically i I end up failing the test basically is what's happening excellent is the (laughs) it's like that's what they're doing um but the question they asked me was what's your name but what I heard them say was, where's your penguin? <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there in the bed, and everyone else in the room heard them say, what's your name? And I'm like, I don't have a penguin. <laughs> and they ask it to me several times, and it sounds the same every single time. So you keep like... Keeping, like I don't have any penguins. Oh my gosh! I don't have penguins. I don't. I don't have any penguins. penguins. And now you've. I feel like the. I feel like for a while penguins were like a like an inside running joke. Yeah, for sure they were. You had some like a stuffed penguin 
so yeah. I think somewhere. Yeah, somewhere along the way. I don't know. Penguins. Uh, I, I mean, penguins are pretty cool. Uh, you know, they no are. Doubt. Re- they are remarkably <clears throat> cool critters. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe we could bring back the fun fact about coyotes, <clears throat> except it'll be fun fact about penguins. Fun facts about penguins. Don't they not have knees? Penguins uh, don't I think that's have, true. Penguins don't have knees. Yeah. So fun fact about penguins. They, <laughs> they don't, don't have, have knees. knees. I Pro- think there is probably. also a hockey team for the penguins. You're kidding me right now. Yeah, I think it's the Pittsburgh penguins. I feel like I'm being plum joshed. <laughs> plum job. <laughs> I'm not joshing you, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now, now we've, we've been able to. This is probably what will happen. We'll have to get a good list going of all the NHL teams yeah. that have an animal mascot. Yeah. Of which there are no, like no doubt fun facts. Yeah. Do you think that if there were aliens that showed up mm-hmm. and found the human species that there would be fun facts about humans oh man like, like are there, there things are fun that, <clears throat> facts about humans right yeah exactly yeah. but like i i've actually thought so you just you were just literally imitating um zay frank correct and for for anybody listening at home who doesn't know uh, a lot of people attribute the like modern vlog format to zay frank yeah like he, he like invented it he, if yeah, you will he, he was sort of like the person who who did that um and zay over the years has done a variety of things i think possibly with buzzfeed um i think i i could be wrong i'm pretty sure he's like the vice president of bud buzzfeed buzzfeed <laughs> buzzfeed yeah. at the moment okay anyway but uh at some point in time he did the this series called true facts i think and he's still doing it is he still doing true yeah. facts okay um i always think about the the true facts about the praying mantis yes <laughs> um and where am i going with this oh yeah yeah okay so uh early on though you did a video like because we were still kind of going like through the grab bag of ideas and you made one called true facts about zay frank that i did and i did it is a hilarious video oh thank you for one one. (laughs) but like it was one of these like very early success moments that we had as a youtube channel because uh zay actually commented on the video yeah and at this point in time the way the youtube homepage worked was if you were subscribed to like a creator then if they commented on something then it almost showed up on the youtube homepage as like a in a much more like facebook timeline yeah, face, type yeah like say frank commented on this video right and so yeah. like all of a sudden we had like a ton of people <clears throat> showing up because they were zay frank subscribers that were now like watching this particular video right anyway so it, i i loved the concept that zay did where he would go through and uh make these videos basically talking about really wacky weird facts about various creatures um and they're they always sort of have like a, a humor element somewhere injected into them where like the narrator it's kind of like watching planet earth but if somewhere along the way da- david attenborough was like holy crap yeah <laughs> Like he's not narrating over it; he's watching it in real time. Right, right, right. yes. Yeah. So it's like he's been told like what to say, but then like as it gets there, like he, he the narrator, is also shocked by what happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's also like has a very unusual way of pronouncing lots of different things throughout the video. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but well, at the time though, after you made that video, I was like, man, it'd be so fun if you just made a series that was like true facts about humans. And literally, what I thought about doing was I would just like go to like a like a food court type of place and now i feel like this would be very like invasion of privacy type whatever but like pretty much just get generalized b-roll mm. of like humans just just 
moving about ah. you know well the, you know this is what stock footage is for you know that's true you just go you i'm sure that you go on story blocks i bet there is endless footage of just you know people sitting at tables and stuff ben carlin narrates stock footage <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i could see that being good mm-hmm. i could see that being good but anyway so it goes back to my original question is what would fun facts about humans B, because I feel like we could talk about like termites in the Sahara Desert, for example, which make like these Sahara. No, where am I thinking of? Gobi, I don't know. G- grasslands, maybe. <clears throat> um, anywhere, wh- wherever elephants also are. Um, there. I think that's the Sahara. It is the hair. So, okay, okay, right. the Sahara. Yeah, yeah. we're okay. back. We're good. We're, we're good. there. Anyway, termites can make these giant like mud structures you know yeah and they become like <clears throat> fixtures of the landscape because they're, they're making them like so slowly with like mud that's being like baked by the sun and it like they effectively form into these like concrete pillars and so if you were going to talk about fun facts about termites you would absolutely discuss the fact that they can make these huge structures and chances are we would be in awe of what they do okay Right? Yeah. Like, like if you were told, like if you're if you're out in the desert and you see this great big stack of weird looking, almost like uh, stalagmites, um, coming out of the ground, it's like, well, what are these things? And like, oh, termites make those. It's like, wow, that's what? Wh- way to go, termites. Mm-hmm. Um, would would other species of maybe even like much more highly developed aliens? come and look at the accomplishments of humankind and be like oh my gosh you got to see these they like they build these like really tall like workplaces and so like all the little like workers they come and they like they fill into them they spend all day there but then like at the same time just about every day they all they all leave you know yeah, go you back can, to like, their watch homes it. it's crazy they just like all zip back and then they come back in the morning right right yeah, yeah. It's like like I think they would describe humans <clears throat> as an incredibly adaptive species like you know like um human be- humans cannot physically fly but they have created ways to do so anyway. Right. They can't move that fast but they've created ways to move fast. True. Like they can't communicate mind to mind like we the aliens can, but they created these devices that talk to each other that are effectively the same. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like they had to overcome this challenge because right. their thoughts aren't just commingled They're with so one another. basic, but they are really impressive in the way they get around it. Okay, but here's the other <laughs> thing too. All right, so let me let's 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 look at something even more basic than building a skyscraper, which in, in case you listener at home were like, what is he describing? I was describing a skyscraper. Yeah, was, I understood. It was like a termite mound. Yeah. But like for humans. Do a you human think, termite mound. Do you is think it is possible that you could just build a structure from Earth all the way to space? Or would that like or would that be like so tall that the spitting of the Earth would just like mess it up? Oh man, you're asking me questions that I don't think I'm I'm prepared to answer. Right? It seems Could you like just be like, I will be taking the elevator to space today. <laughs> Voop. Probably a long, probably more than a voop. It's probably like a voop. ding. Like, oh, come on. Who's getting on it? 1069. Gosh. I know, I know. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, if it was just like an elevator and then like the top of the elevator is just open 
to actual space. So you like you go up and the projectile nature of the elevator like rocketing towards space and like it gets to the top and it just sort of slams and you get launched. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, new question. Open air okay. into space. New question then though. Okay. Okay. You build an elevator that just goes all the way into space, like you said, but it's open air at the top. Yeah. Right? Effect okay. But so basically what then you have is a tube going all the, all the way to space. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? If there's nothing like blocking that tube and it's just like an open straw to space, could could you stick your head in the straw and breathe? Oh, goodness me. Or what, like when when are you able to breathe or will that just does that like pierce the atmosphere in such a way that it just like sucks all the sucks all the oxygen just sends it into space we're all just dead. Like, like, basically, I feel like the question you're asking is, if you were to run a tube to space, does space create a vacuum into Earth? Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Yes, that's what I'm asking. Ugh. That sounds scary. If you, <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I need it to be no. Like, like I, yeah. I, I think I, the other thing, too, is because, like, what we breathe is, like, elements of the periodic table, right? Yeah. And they are very, 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 very small, Mm -hmm. which makes me think that they would be capable. You would almost have to have the structure be made out of something that the atoms couldn't like pass through. Right. It's I'm talking just an open tube to space and just an open open tube to space. If you created that (laughs) would all of a sudden just like suddenly like the air starts sucking out through it. All right. Well, this is what I need to back up for a second because you're saying an open tube. Do you remember pogs? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where you're going. Okay. I remember the 90s cardboard disc phenomenon that was Pogs. <laughs> okay, so in case you don't know what Pogs are, they were basically a piece of cardboard with a graphic printed on them. That was it. In the shape of a circle. And they were highly collectible for some reason. There was apparently a game you could play with them that involved like ultra pogs known as slammers which were incredibly cool and highly sought after and to this you, day i would love a slammer i had a single slammer and i i remember it to this day it was white it had this was i thought was really like <laughs> what i thought was top pog technology is that on the back it had two little indentions where your fingers would go so as to better grip the slammer Dang. <laughs> I was like awesome but then on the front it had like a rainbow holographic image of a palm tree <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't have ended that sentence if you gave me a hundred guesses <laughs> this someone somewhere made the rainbow holographic palm, palm tree, tree slammer that i had like think of, someone, did you ever someone think about went that? home from work one yeah. day like honey listen to <laughs> what i what came I up with today state-of-the-art pog State slammer pog. technology right it's got an extra grip functionality to it and the artwork you're not going to believe it it is <laughs> like it's like a rainbow holographic image of a palm tree. It's like you're really it's, there. I mean, unbelievable. Like, imagine staring through a <laughs> rainbow at a palm tree. That's what this is. Some child is going to bring this home and talk about it on a recorded radio show someday. Some, some like this. That is the that's type of notoriety the, that is on the table. Do you ever think about stuff like that? Like, someone made this. Someone did this. Oh, constantly. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, I think the TV show, how it's made, was like, in some ways for me you know it was like Mm. like i am so the the 
target audience. Like if I know how anything is done, then it's like, oh, I'm like, now I'm going to do this. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is going to happen. Anyway, the reason I brought it up is because we had good friends growing up who also had pogs and the the storage container for pogs were were these like plastic tubes effectively. So if you could imagine like a paper towel roll, except made out of plastic with like a little popper top or or like mini M&Ms. You remember those? They came in like a little tube. Yeah. So it was like that, except it was a little bit bigger, maybe like an inch and a half. Um, But we had these friends and I remember going over to their house one day and they had a tube that stood from floor to ceiling. Yeah. It was like a neon yellow green tube. Yeah. I remember I had a tube that was maybe like, yeah, like six inches long or something. Yeah. And I was like getting close to almost filling it up halfway with pogs. And I was like, this is awesome. I can't wait to fill up this whole tube with pogs. I got a, I got a great and then, collection. Yeah, we went to our friend's house. It was like, man, you guys are outdoing us on a scale I can't even begin to comprehend. Yeah, it was like, it was like I didn't expect this. Forget like, it. This, this, this wasn't something that I considered was on the table (laughs) also where did you get it where did you buy a 10 foot long pog tube i know anyway anyway the point is is that when you're imagining your tube that goes to space i'm imagining a pog tube you're imagining a pog tube i'm imagining a pog i think you need something a little bit sturdier i i would guess that at some point on the way up to space the pog tube would like be too flimsy or get like crunched in or something. Yeah, I mean that's probably true because yeah. I think uh, like any good straw technology, which yeah. is effectively what a giant tube yeah, is. Exactly. It, it's like you know if I had like a Dr Pepper like on the other side of the room. I don't know why I chose Dr Pepper. I don't drink Dr Pepper, but anyway, but if it was there, if but if it was there, and I and <laughs> then had, I like you had a craven, <laughs> yeah, and then I stuck together like eighty-seven bendy straws, yeah, to my chair. I don't think <clears throat> that I could actually like like slurp the the dr p yeah through the tube from that far away yeah because i think it would collapse i see what you mean like there's there's too much but if you had a single non-connected bendy straw that went from here to there i still think, I it think wouldn't you work. could do it no i don't think it would no work. i think the straw would be too long no i think the, you could do it the limit does exist what for strawling Why? technology I, because it has to it does not well okay well, the okay. only the only limit would be how long you could suck Okay, so I have I have tubes from aquarium keeping that we could probably test this with. One continuous tube and we could run an experiment to see I think how we could go to the roof of this building and put a cup on the on the street and stick a, a tube to it and drink it all the way up to I the don't, top. I don't think you could. I why I, not? I don't think you There's, could. Of course you could. Well, we're going to test it. We are going to test it. I I will stand firm on my, no way it won't work. I don't see why it wouldn't work. But also, what would happen if you had a straw to space? Okay. Well, I want there to be a straw to space because it just seems like it's coming. You know, it feels like at some point in time. Well, not if it's going to suck all the air out of the earth. But it might not. But (laughs) I mean, what what does... That's a pretty terrible risk. Yeah, it's weird that this hasn't come up more often. I mean, like the it, concern over what would happen when you like break through the ozone layer. Yeah, and with such, a big tube. With a big tube. Right. Okay. So, because like, at like some is the point, ozone layer not just a flimsy lid around the cup that is Earth? Exactly. Exactly. And you can build a straw that goes through that. So, like, it, yeah, sure. If you have like a tube that's only like this big or something, but if you have like a silo or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking even way bigger than that. Wait, like even bigger than a silo. I'm thinking like bigger than like the Empire State Building, you yeah. know, in terms of like, I'm talking like a city block size straw. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Real big. And and what's the question again? Whether or not, if Whether or not once that straw pierces the ozone and goes into space, if uh, it would, if you could breathe inside the straw. I think so. Eventually, you couldn't, right? Or would you be able, like, could you, like, eventually, how far eventually, up? you couldn't. But why, yeah. why is it even, why is the answer eventually? Why wouldn't it be all the way through? Wouldn't air constantly be going up well, through the straw into space? Well, so let me ask you this. So when you when you stick a straw into a Dr. Pepper, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, the liquid, <clears throat> the liquid doesn't go all the way up to the top of the straw. Well, but that's liquid. This is gas. But isn't isn't liquid just really cool gas? Uh, I, did, I mean, they're different forms of matter. So I don't know if maybe like at a certain temperature it would stop rising or something. And it would create like its own atmosphere inside the giant straw. It feels like we should be sitting on beanbag chairs eating Cheetos right now. <laughs> We're not that far away. <laughs> People are people are like these people, some people just know the answer and they're just like yeah stop <laughs> leave it it's, leave it where it you is you don't want the giant I, but see here's the thing either they're like don't even suggest this to the greater public because then they're gonna do it and we're all dead or they're like this would absolutely not be a problem don't worry right I'm because like I'm also then maybe if it was just like once you when, what if you're like blowing air up and it seems like that would create like a a vacuum right. Wouldn't it start moving up? I don't like, what about when you stick... Okay. What about when you, Aquarium Ben, okay. are cleaning out a... Getting the water out of a out of a tank. Yeah. You, like, stick one end in. You, like, suck on the other end. Water starts coming through. You create and then a it just siphon. Can, yeah, it creates a siphon. Yeah. Would it not just be siphoning the air? We'll see. See, <clears> but before, remember when I used liquid and you said, but this is gas? Yeah. But, but this is this is this is the question is about siphoning. So not, I know, I, I know. I mean, I, I I am that is what I'm I'm very curious about is because you can't. I don't think you could like suction the air out of. Could you suction the air out of a container? Like, so if you were in like a container that was like underground, I believe that you could use up all of the available oxygen. Okay, let's see this then. If you have a balloon filled with helium, okay, and you're able to poke a straw right directly through it uh -huh. then would the helium which would that escape that would eventually escape through the straw right let's see okay so you have a balloon yeah you have a balloon you've stuck the straw into it the straw, the, the balloon didn't pop the, uh, assume the balloon does not pop and there's a perfect seal between the uh balloon and the straw right the helium would leave through the straw right yeah but okay. helium is lighter than oxygen but okay sure so i think that's why <laughs> but i don't know <laughs> like do you remember the time that you okay, asked okay let's say it's not helium <laughs> let's say it's just oxygen and now there's a hole in the balloon with a straw wouldn't it go it would right it would. the question is whether or not the ozone layer is a balloon because we formerly we are were, not smart enough. We are not smart enough. There's like we can't logic our way into things we don't know. How how is it always strong? <laughs> how many holes does a straw have? Who knows? Do not even open Vampire that. Vampire teeth. 
Straws. Welcome to. We should just for right next to to Snailer. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. So we have we have a shell on the coffee table that sits before us. Maybe I even feel like it would fit our style <coughs> theme here. But maybe we should just get like a glass hmm. container full of like bendy straws mm-hmm. here for our set because we're straw people. We're straw people. <laughs> so we need we need to feature straws more prominently. We'll have to get some compostable straws though. Okay. Yeah. Which brings me to my next topic of the day. Okay, well, <laughs> segue. We, we can depart. Just because I can't imagine any way that we will possibly uh, have anything else to add to the great straw to space Look, dilemma. Someone's going to answer this question for us. Someone will, and we're going to circle back on it. Oh, yeah. I, I, need to, I need to know answers. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big-time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of five finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now you can get 10 percent off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pop pop which wow that is a crazy offer 10 percent off a 400 slab pack that's like 40 dollars right there anyway that's arena club.com slash pop pop for 10 percent off your first purchase Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a 
Fancy way of saying, it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, speaking of compost, I'm at that stage of life, apparently. Were you composting? Well, well, does anybody else do that from the, um, from Encanto? The Encanto. Well, there's like a part of the song where she's like, well, because Allie and I have started doing it all the time. And no, I haven't gotten to that one. Okay. Well, anyway, if you're Sally, I'm Miva Dagawan Miva. over here. <laughs> Well, if you'd like to borrow it at any point in time, you're more than welcome. Well, um, so um, I have a throughout history when we were kids, we had a backyard garden. I don't know if you remember. I remember. We actually went back and we had this big backyard. Like it was the strangest backyard playground. Even in history, looking back on it, I'm like, how what how and why was this what it was because do you remember it was like a deck like a freestanding deck yeah in the backyard mm -hmm. but it was like as big as like a catwalk through the middle so it wasn't like a deck that like mom and dad could have gone out on and like you know yeah sat down with a group of friends and and like you know had a beer and watched the sunset or something like that like it was it was stairs to a narrow walkway Yes. Yes. And that's with railings. With railings. Yeah. And eventually dad put a slide on it. Yeah. So, but when we bought the house, the slide was not there, nor was the platform that the slide was attached to. So it's, it's perhaps the people who lived in the house before us had a larger slide that simply attached to the top that they took with them when they left. Who takes or, a slide? Who takes a slide? I don't know. Or maybe they started building what would eventually be what we ended up with and just didn't finish. But seems possible. Uh, the other thing was that at the very least underneath the walkway was a tire swing. Oh, yeah. And that might have been the purpose for the structure because that's a huge mm, amount of work for a tire swing. Huge amount of work for a tire swing. Don't understand it. And then, um, yeah, but we added all the extra fun things to it. So did. because you had this big deck that had like... Um, uh, that was above the ground we had like uh big pieces of wood coming out of the sides yeah so like going when you got to the top like at the front of the walkway there was like two uh, a beam coming out on either side and then at the end of the walk the way there was a beam coming out on either side and i think um two of them had like swings hanging on them and then one had like a 
like a gymnastics, I don't know, bar or it something. Was, it was like a and straight bar just, hanging just, by like two like chains. Yeah, and then one had like a <coughs> climbing rope. Yeah. Oh, the climbing yeah. rope. And yeah. there was a, a tire swing. Not the tire swing you're thinking of. It's a horizontal tire swing. So the, the circle is parallel with the ground. Not like one where you sit in the tire, but one where you stand on all three. Like, yeah. It was great for pinching your fingers. It, it was great, but... um. Anyway, and then there was a slide at the end. Anyway, yeah, so we would have this water slide, right? And we would oh, like, we'd, yeah. we'd bring the hose up, we'd set it on the on the slide, and then go down it. Yeah, and it was amazing. It, it actually was really amazing, and it was really cool because as time went on, we were able to like almost like create like a jet path at the bottom. So you yeah. come down the slide, your butt would hit the ground, and then you just slide you through just the mud. Keep going right to the vegetable garden. Right to the vegetable you, garden. Yeah, it was at the end of the yard. At the end of the yard. I have no idea why I included everything that we just discussed leading up to just talk, yeah when we really just wanted to talk about the garden yeah but i mean yeah. like I, be, I wanted people to like really be there with us you know it's mm-hmm. like this was our childhood backyard this is where we were right we, and it was a very strange backyard i mean it was like it was probably like 50 yards back oh boy i think about this all the time in my mind you're right it was like 50 yards but i bet like if we went back there today it'd be like 15 Oh, you know, that'd be weird like, to me. Yeah, it was like a very long, narrow strip of yard. It was right. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, I would say it was in my mind. It was 50 yards long, but probably only like 20 feet wide or something. Yeah, like, like it was not yeah. super wide. But it was plenty of room for us to like run around and do stuff. Maybe 30 feet wide, but still, that's not a lot. Yeah, and it had bushes going all the way down one side, but they were planted right at the top of a hill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it like looked, if you just looked at it, you might not even realize there was a hill there because the bushes were like, they grew right up to the crest of the hill. Yep. They were huge bushes. They were huge. Right? They yep. were like taller than us. Absolutely. All the way down. All the way down. What were these bushes? No idea. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, maybe we were just a lot <laughs> smaller. And Maybe. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> all that to say though, I remember at some point in time when we were kids, our down the street neighbor had a rototiller. And I'm not entirely convinced that dad didn't want to put in a vegetable garden for the sole purpose of getting to run the rototiller. <laughs> but we did it and it was like this I don't know, it, it was such a memorable experience. Like it was like rototiller day. Yeah. You know, like we went out there, we had this like patch of grass that was just grass, and then by the end of it it was this like tilled up space for gardening for garden um at which point we did plant like a whole bunch of stuff and it was it was actually very fun i think if you have children to plant a garden because like there's the day that you plant everything there's the day something peeks up out of the ground there's the day that like you can see your first fruit there's the day you get to eat your first fruit if i recall we i i feel like we had a ton of stuff we did in the garden for a pretty small garden yeah yeah it was it was not terribly large but we had like a, like at least a few rows of like corn yeah we had like two tiny rows of corn i know we were growing pumpkins i think watermelons we tried to grow watermelons tried to grow watermelons okay yeah. we did the pumpkins the pumpkins worked great we did like potatoes and carrots and yeah there was a bunch of stuff out there yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it all it all uh ended up being i don't know just like a very fun experience or whatever but um from there i feel like it was kind of like this experience that made me feel like i knew it was probably a little bit of like the Dunning Kruger phenomenon mm-hmm. that we've discussed in the past, which is this idea of your confidence being disproportionately 
high relative to your experience. Yeah. Um, and as time goes on, basically those two ideas kind of tend to f- switch, which then lands you at like imposter syndrome. Yeah. The actually, more you know, the more you realize, the less you know. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but so I know that when you and I started living together uh, in 2012, we had a backyard. And at some point in time, I think we got like jazzed about the prospect of having a vegetable garden in the backyard. I think it was just like, you know, a like a weekend whim type of project yeah do you remember this yeah okay so that but like at that point in time i really 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 think we didn't know what we were doing because like we went back there and i think we planted about a hundred times too much stuff for the for the sure piece of land that we had available yeah so <laughs> it was a very a lot of stuff grew and a, like very little was able to actually be harvested from it because it all just kind of ran into each other right <laughs> <laughs> All that brings me to modern day Ben, where I have found myself like kind of excited about gardening, but I'm like really wanting to approach it the right way. Okay. You know, like I like a one. What are you going to garden? Well, potatoes for sure. If I remember one thing from my childhood, it was that homegrown potatoes tasted better than regular potatoes. And I've heard other people say that tomatoes are the same way, but I just not like tomatoes. Well, that's, yeah. That's uh, homegrown tomatoes are far superior to like store-bought tomatoes right for sure but yeah if you don't like tomatoes anyway then or maybe you just don't like them because they you you know they haven't been good tomatoes right right yeah so i'm 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 excited to, to like try to grow as much of my own food as i can which is it's kind of odd because i just came back from a week at disney and when i'm at disney you go to epcot and at epcot there is this like one attraction that is like very slow moving but i personally love it oh you see like all the hydroponics and stuff yeah yeah it's, it's really cool it is really cool it's called living with the land and it's it's like you're in like a like a very slow moving like boat that's just drifting through and there's like a speaker describing the stuff around you that you're seeing. Um, and I, it's like one of these things that it's so odd that it's coming like from Disney. Cause it's like, you know, Disney is like this sort of this like mega corp type of company, but it like, it definitely is the thing that's like inspiring me to like go home and be like, you know what? I want to like, I want to try to grow my own food in a very like small, you know, like very limited to me kind of like, yeah, to, to like, to like, this it sounds so silly but like maybe to like do my part in a way or something um which is weird because i do remember in college this is this is a this was a horrible ben carlin take in college but i will tell you guys so you can see my character growth as a human being (laughs) but one of the things that that i was always that i thought was typically like silly at that time was recycling bins which is ridiculous because they're obviously a good thing <laughs> i i recycle all of my stuff but i remember that it was like the issues that we were facing are so much bigger than the like recycling bin itself it's like right. like the real issues are probably less to do with the individual humans on the planet and more to do with with grand scale production type right it was like if we really want to make a difference that's 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 probably where where you should do it but um i feel like it's just this thing where it's like i i feel like i have like let my world get a little bit smaller around me which is probably in part from having a daughter you know and like feeling like like letting go of some of the the external forces of control that i can't 
sway mm-hmm. and, and just trying to do things that feel good like within my household. So um, what's interesting, yeah, is that in all the other iterations where we've ever planted a garden, it's always been this like very like boredom based thing like like this is something to do or like even as kids it was more just like this like mom and dad said we're gonna set up a garden and like i've enjoyed messing with the garden right but so this is the first time we ever have like intention behind it right so i'm actually like going to like try to start trying i'm going to try to start figuring out like what i can do to to almost like to be a, like a little bit more sustainable entirely on my own right you know it's so, like you don't have to go and like purchase these things okay but then maybe also incorporate more of those things like into my diet so that i continue to also buy not buy other things ah yes do you follow the train i do yes so anyway it's i i spent all weekend kind of prepping my my space for my raised bed gardens excellent i know and now i'm very curious because composting is this thing that i think sounds very lame (laughs) And again, maybe it doesn't. Like maybe, maybe this was I mean, maybe this was, to you it has always seemed lame. What is your opinion of composting? I think that a lot of people discover composting and like love finding new things they can put in their composter and telling you about it. Yeah, yeah, it's I like, can see that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, I think composting falls into that category of like rescue dogs or CrossFit or something. Or it's like. <laughs> cryptocurrency like, do, you know, do you know how i know this person composts because <laughs> they told me about it immediately which is what i'm doing right yeah, now ex- yeah which is what I'm you're doing, doing you're you're already falling victim to it i know, I know. there's nothing wrong with any of those things no by the way of course not no it, i just think it's more of a trope than anything else yeah it, 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 it is there is some reliability to everything we just said um but it, yes i think like i've always been sort of like put off by the the idea of composting because it it just involves like keeping your food scraps uh in some capacity yeah which has always been like one of these things where i'm like ah man like i, I feel like i'm gonna be bad at that it, Maybe- it to me seems like i would accumulate like to me it's like because mostly what it is is just yeah accumulating food scraps and like putting it in a specific like plastic bin to compost right well yes i mean that that is like one like one way to do it it's like a lot of people will have like a drum that you can actually go out and like and like rotate and that kind of keeps uh, everything yeah, get like, some new air on there yeah some new yeah. air you know like spread the bacteria right. and all that um but there's there's like ratios of like brown matter brown materials so that's going to be like dried up leaves or sticks or newspaper or cardboard or something okay. like that mixed with like wet material which is going to be like a like an old pumpkin okay <laughs> you know or yeah. like watermelon rinds egg shells coffee grounds well i got a lot of those <clears throat> i know right yeah exactly and so <clears throat> what, what i am very curious about is, is like attempting to like start putting some effort into that making my own dirt oh <laughs> i know nice because that's effectively what compost is right it's and i thought about this. like nutrient rich dirt though you know what it really is though what? when it really comes down to it right compost is effectively plant poop yeah like it's it's like the same thing that like men, like cows eat grass right right and then when they produce waste, it's manure. And manure yeah. can be used for fertilizing soil right. or plants and such. Exactly. And it's like, it's like basically that's what you're ending up with, except it didn't pass through a, like, cow. a cow. Right. But like... You're just creating a cow stomach. You're just creating a cow stomach. Exactly. 
People should be. People, people, they should be leading it like this. They're calling it composting. What they should be calling it is cow stomaching. Yes. yes. They, they absolutely you should. You see my cow stomach? It's great. It's, <laughs> my cows eat great. Yes. The eggs. <clears throat> Yeah, well, lots of eggshells. <laughs> lots of eggshells. So where this... The, okay, several things about composting have always seemed like... One, it feels like it would take a long time to get to the point where you'd have... you Like, how would you harvest the the compost? I don't think it takes as long as you'd think okay. it would. Like, is my perception of, like, the half-life of a banana peel too great? Well, I think <clears throat> it's got less to do... Like, I think the banana peel itself would break down very quickly mm -hmm. like within a matter of like weeks yeah and it would just start to become like, you know like whatever nutrients exist inside of the banana peel itself would then just have like found their way into yeah. the, the soil that you're then creating i don't know how long it would take i need to spend more time with it okay so far i have a heap you got a heap and, and my hope is to turn that heap into into dirt into dirt yeah which then i can like use to help fertilize my plants yeah i think when people yeah tell me this my my perception is that it's gonna take forever right like, like you're gonna have to compost for like several years or something before you have and i feel like yeah, i would also be adding stuff on top of it so frequently that even if stuff was composting it would be there'd be like fresh stuff on top that you wouldn't be using but I don't. I I just don't know anything about it. This is like my ignorance talking. No, I know that's a very yeah. good point though. Yeah, because it's like it's like it's like a lot of this stuff in here is like ready to go like weeks ago. Right. But some of it. I mean, I just put that banana peel in there like thirty minutes ago. Like, what if you like? How often are you like reusing? Like, how often do you have to put more dirt on your garden? Like, once you like set it up, aren't you like pretty good to go? Or I mean, maybe you do it again the next year. I think you can spread <clears throat> compost throughout the season okay to like continuously add more nourishment back to it that's probably overkill honestly like i think i know that one of the things that like farmers have dealt with historically is the issue of planting crops year after year after year to the point where like the soil has nothing left in it yeah to like right to to grow sure you know so that becomes a problem right eventually. I, this is like i'm not i'm not like anti i'm not an anti-poster <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm like I I have thought about it before and I'm like I feel like I would fill it up so fast. And also to me it's it my perception is also that it would smell. Well, it is plant food. Exactly. You know, right? yeah. so it could smell like manure. Also, where okay, so it wouldn't smell it would not smell like rotting food if that makes you feel any better. Okay. It like it would smell you, a little better. Yeah, cuz you're not going to put like you're not going to put like leftover like sausage or like something like that. And they're like that those types of food scraps would foul. Right. So there are certain things that would work and certain things that wouldn't work. I gotcha. You would have to be aware of that. I gotcha. Okay. Um, that sounds good. So then like every day, are you gonna before you can make your coffee, are you gonna have to take your old grounds like outside all the way to the compost bin and dump it and then walk all the way back inside this is where i've always <coughs> been stuck yeah because that is that is the exact thing like people are like oh just have like a container and it's like i like i don't want that sitting in my room or like in my kitchen or whatever but i do think that there are like vacuum sealed like lids you or whatever what you need man what do you, what, you need a big straw that you can open from your house and just boom you need like a compost shoot a compost shoot exactly and it just, not unlike the can you can put it next to the can shoot right there we you go got, which is also a straw through your house what a throwback what, what a, a throwback anyway um so <coughs> excuse me 
But both of those things kind of contribute to that, this idea of like wellness. Uh, but also, I think as I've gotten older, I just really like plants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they grow faster. Like I have historically grown corals in aquariums and it takes forever. Yeah. It takes so long. It's so slow. Yeah. And yet here, like we have an office plant that has its own Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and I water it. <clears throat> every day hi my name is rouse jr that's the instagram you should go follow it right now we post a new picture every day with a witty pun yeah if you like corny jokes you're gonna love hi my name is rouse jr the instagram (laughs) yeah it's really great uh we will link it in the show notes if you'd like to go and check that out but it's been really fun because one of our one of our sponsors here at super carlin brothers is a company called bespoke post and one of the months they had like (laughs) one of the products you could order was literally a live plant so they like mailed us a live plant and I was like, well, okay. And it was really small in the beginning and now it's quite large. Yeah. It's it, Riles Jr. has grown up. He's growing. I know. He's <laughs> so actually, this was one of my favorite things about Riles Jr. too. See if you can spot it in the posts at hi, my name is Riles Jr. The Instagram, but uh, once upon a time, he had a very tiny leaf starting to come up, and we have the charms that come in our candles here. Yeah. And so I fitted the charm through the budding leaf, and now the leaf has fully grown. Um, so there's just a charm at the base of one of the like the leaves. Yes. And I love it that you can't get it off <laughs> unless unless you were to clip that leaf. <clears throat> yeah. No. 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 You can't. But, do that. Which yeah. I mean, no way. So yeah. How many do your plants have bling on them? I doubt it. <laughs> Right now, I mean, probably not. Probably, probably not. not. Yeah. Anyway, so all of that, though, my, I'm working on my vegetable garden this week, so hopefully yeah. I'll have updates mm-hmm. on that in weeks to come. I'll okay. continue to keep you posted. Uh, but it's all underneath this like big umbrella of wellness, um, which you might be able to relate to this, because at one point in time, right after you had Luke, I remember you making the comment about exercise like almost being for the purposes of like this, like responsibility exercise as a responsibility. Yes. But but not even like, so like, yes to you, like your, your physical human body. Yeah. But like for the purposes of then being able to pass that health on to ongoing contributions to your children's lives. Right. Like it's your responsibility to be healthy, not just so that you personally are healthy, but so that you are physically capable of like helping your family or whoever else is in your life. And like, it's, um, I think it's just uh, all around thing for like, um, like the greater community of people you live in. Like if, if, if you are healthy, that is better for literally everyone. Cause that's less, chance that like you're getting sick and ending up in like a hospital or something sure like that sure. um <clears throat> yeah but so that that style of thinking like i remember you telling me that and i, and I remember it even making so much sense to me it's like oh yeah. yeah like i can that makes sense that makes sense i could see it but again it's like now that daddy's here i feel like th- there's been so much more <clears throat> of this thinking that has come to the forefront of my brain like mm-hmm. there's there's so much more like i i've got like one of these gallon water jugs right here right which, there if you're boom. watching you can see it so like the goal is to drink like a gallon of water a day i have like a walking treadmill at my desk yeah. so that i'm like moving while typing a script at work right um and you know now i'm trying to you know get into my own compost right have my, my own, composting my own vegetables mm-hmm. um and with with all that the other big project that i have on the horizon that 
me and it's like if i say it out loud i feel like like the commitment's happening you gotta manifest it i know but alice and i have been talking for quite some time we just got back from disney and so we knew prior to that trip that we didn't want to start this next project um we wanted to because we wanted to be able to do the things that you can't do once it starts on the trip namely basically libations epcot drink around the world yeah super fun um but have you heard of and i'm sure we've talked about it before but it's called 75 hard oh i've heard of 75 hard yeah because our younger brother tyler tried to do it or i don't know how far he got into it but he was doing it for a while i think yeah. he got like 40 something days in yeah um so the the original creator of 75 hard i believe is like a guy who owns like a crossfit company or something but i think when he first proposed it he was like nobody will ever do this like a couple people might do it but i think the challenge is concentrated enough that it seems to like some people have like locked into it and really been able to do almost like a lifestyle calibration or like reset right so let me describe what 75 hard is okay because i have i have the specific uh things that you are supposed to be doing if you are following the 75 hard lifestyle so 75 days that's where 75 comes from right uh the first thing is follow a diet and it's any diet at all so this it doesn't have to be like something specific it's just find whatever meets your dietary needs goals whatever the case may right. be and stick to it and i think really what that comes down to is just it means one way or another you've become intentional about what you're eating right and under that note there is that, that seems to be what a lot of like the underlying theme is like it's it's not necessarily that doing any of these things is going to like make you like this is the secret it's like what it's doing is like tricking you into being intentional about all these things exactly yeah which is which is something that like i like if i were to try to issue like a piece of very broad spectrum advice i think that it's very easy to follow into like patterns of behaviors like I go here and do this. I do this. You know, I, I take this vacation every year. I eat these meals. I go out with these friends. It's like there at some point in time, I, I think it's hard for people to, to possibly really take a step back and be like, am I doing this because it's like what I've been doing in yeah. the past and it's easy or is this actually the stuff that like I, where I want to be directing my efforts? Right. And my guess is that if you were to take an audit, of those things chances are you'd find that a lot of stuff you do want to be doing because you probably ended up there somehow some way because you wanted to be there at some point in time right but it's also possible that your lifestyle has developed somewhere along yeah. the way well this is actually beth and i talk about this um we've been talking about it recently with like um travel and stuff yeah because like it like you know we we go on lots of trips and stuff uh throughout the year but rarely are we the ones being like we would like to go here and then we plan a trip there like yeah travel like happens to me more than i happen to it right that makes yeah. sense that makes sense that being said i would be so absurdly curious to see where you guys would first go yeah do you do you have anything on the list uh we we have like we've been talking about it a bunch and i'm not sure if we've like landed on a specific spot but we i think we are in the near future like sitting down to come up with just like a 
bucket list travel list. Love it. And then we'll just sort of start going, I guess, hopefully. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Okay. Good. We'll keep us posted. We'll do. Yeah. Okay. So moving on down our list here. Yes. Yeah. So 75 fo- hard. 75 hard. So uh, follow a diet. Uh, the, the stipulations here, if there are going to be any, is that you can't have a single cheat meal. So throughout the entire process, that's hard. That's, that is pretty hard. That is pretty hard <clears throat> depending on what you choose. And let me, let me circle back to that in just one second. Uh, the, the final detail there from a diet standpoint is no drinking any alcohol. So ah. that was the big thing that Alice and I knew that we were going to want to do, uh, while we were at Disney sure. just cause it's kind of part of a lot of the traditions that we do. Yeah. On those trips. It's something her and I enjoy doing together. Uh, the other thing, too, is that the game plan for us is to start a week, uh, on the upcoming Sunday. So this episode will go live on a Friday. The next day will be a Saturday. The next day we start. Okay. Um, so that's the game plan. So are and, you going to have like like Fat Saturday or something? What is Fat Saturday? Well, so like Fat Tuesday is, the, is like Mardi Gras. So it's like the day before Lent where people like party and you know break all the rules before they can't break the rules for to be honest with you a little bit yes okay uh but not even on purpose it happens to be the case that saint patrick's day is being celebrated on this upcoming saturday oh okay (laughs) and it's it's i typically would not go all out or anything for saint patrick's day but i had friends who asked me to be involved with this event that they're doing like two months ago and they were like they were like like putting in their friend card like the like i'm cashing in the you come you're coming to this thing on saint patrick's day with me now yes yes and they they gave me such such advance notice that it's like okay i have to do it have to do it so man yeah the saint patrick's day it's not something i'm typically like whoa yeah let's go out crazy yeah but uh and this is i'm having this like internal struggle because saturday is typically when i try and play pokemon which is a rare happening. So it's always really exciting when I get to go. We've been out of town some. Right. Now we're back. And this felt like maybe the first weekend, but it's St. Patrick's Day. So uh, the question is, will I be able to go? Or are we going to go to the St. Patrick's Day parade, which uh, would be more fun for the kids and like a more family outing? Yeah. Yeah. Also... I've heard tell that the, the Clydesdale horses from Budweiser are going to be at the parade. That's pretty Just neat. like That's pretty cool. It, I don't know. They're like famous horses. And we all know that Jay loves horses. I do like horses. It'd be cool to see. I don't know. Yeah. That's neat. That's like a weird, that's like a weird, like selling marketing thing. Like, you know, you got the Clydesdales. Like, I've seen Clydesdales. I almost like the Budweiser. Like, William, when you put it like that, you put it like that, as if I drink. It's like it's not even like I I don't know. (laughs) I don't even drink Budweiser. (laughs) That's like me and Dr Pepper. Remember earlier, I was like, yeah, I was like, Dr Pepper. Uh, Anyway, um, so moving on down my list, can I continue? Go ahead. Yes, we'll get to the bottom of the seventy-five heart eventually. We will. Um, Okay, (laughs) so follow any diet: no drinking alcohol, no cheat meals. Uh, The one thing I will say about my specific diet is that my my big issue when it comes to a lot of my fitness goals is that I don't eat enough. Food. Uh-huh. So my <laughs> big goal is a gram of protein per pound of body weight. Hard stop. So it's like for me, that pretty much just means that if I'm eating like 170 grams of protein a day, then like as far as I'm concerned, that is the diet that I have picked. Right. So on the one, it's sort of like, you know, um, like if you were going to eat something that's not as healthy it's like 
it probably does still have some amount of protein in it. So the real issue is, will you be able to consume the rest of the protein if you eat this Because Yeah, that's a lot of protein. It's a lot of protein. Yeah. Like you, you I, my guess is that very few people are eating that much protein a day without doing it extremely on purpose. Right. Um, or you're going to have to get a lot of chicken breasts. Yes. Yeah. yeah or exactly. Like protein shakes. Probably going to have to figure a lot of stuff. So I think that will help me because there are days where we're so busy that it's just like, I, like I just got to eat what's easy. Um, but for the most part, if I just set myself up for success, hopefully that'll mean I'll be you able succeed. to succeed. I'll <laughs> succeed. Yes. Um, a number two on the list is workout twice a day for 45 minutes. One of those workouts must be outside. Ooh. So, so that could count as like walking your dog or something. It, technically it could. Yeah. So like, like going out and walking like, like on purpose or again, yeah, like continuously for 45 minutes would absolutely count. Right. So you don't have to go out there and be doing like kettlebell swings or, right. you know, some type of high intensity, anything. <clears throat> uh, and the good news is I already do work out fairly often as is so this again will be much more than i currently do but hopefully it's not going to be so much that it would be overwhelming right so there's that so that's 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 the next bit uh drink a gallon of water daily which has been a goal of mine as is uh the last one on there that i actually feel like i could sort of take it or leave it is read 10 pages of nonfiction every day and it says mm-hmm. audiobooks don't count uh, and it, it also stipulates that the book must fall into the personal development category. Mm-hmm. These are things that I don't know. I'm sure I, I think probably like, like every other item on the list, it's you're being intentional about bettering yourself right. and, and by reading something that helps you better understand yourself. The other thing possibly also, if you can't listen to an audiobook, it's like forcing you to slow down long enough to sit with a physical book right for me i'm I'm like <laughs> if i can listen to a book that even falls into this category on one of those 45 minute workouts right i'm gonna call that a win yeah like i uh, yeah because I'm, I'm honestly less preoccupied with that particular right you know step of it uh and then the final thing is take progress pictures daily so all of this to say though one of the big things that i've been kind of curious about trying possibly doing is like doing a tiktok series that's just one video a day the whole time mm-hmm. with a, with outlining what these things are right you know so it's like okay guys i'm doing 75 hard here we are day one i did this workout here i did this in the park you know had this meal this meal this meal and here's my progress picture yeah and then at the end i'd be able to hopefully do a progress picture montage that would just be like here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, and hopefully there'll be something good. And all of it caps off so nicely because at the end of the 75 days will be the days leading up to our family beach trip. Well, there you go. Boom. Then you'll be able to do, like have fun again. Summer ready. Boom. Getting ready. Going in clean. Yeah. Nice. What do you think? Can I do it? I think, I think probably you can do it. My guess is that the working out for the two 45 minute a day sessions is going to be the most difficult on days when you don't naturally just go to the gym yeah is my guess that's fair but um otherwise also the drinking a gallon of water every day is a lot it it is and i i noticed that you came in today and you have a half gallon jug for the office yeah well so you and beth in the same week independently got 
these giant gallon jug water things and we're like i'm just gonna this is gonna be my new drinking container yeah and i was like what is in the air right now why is everyone getting the i'm just okay okay you know i've been constantly exposed to these giant jugs of water i'm like all right i'm gonna try it so i got myself a half gallon jug of water because i'm already bad at drinking water anyway but i was like if i can finish a half gallon jug of water plus whatever else i'm just intaking naturally then that'll be pretty good, I think. Yeah. So that's, this that's was day one for that. And I finished it. Yay. Yeah. Look at you go. Woo. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was practicing over the weekend. I had like a um like a counter on my wall that was like how many glasses of water have I had today? And each time I was able to like mark a new thing on there. Nice. So I got my gallon on Sunday. Nice. Felt good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um I feel like I've talked a lot today. Well that's okay. Is there anything that you want to say? I think we are at a pretty good stopping point you like to leave it here i think we're good yeah okay okay well guys if i i appreciate you tuning in to this week's episode of the pop if you'd like to support us over on patreon uh we have a lot of really cool stuff happening over there right now at the end of each week jay and i do record an extra 15 to 20 minutes of additional podcast that we call after the final pop that is available at the five dollar tier and at that five dollar tier you will actually gain access to the entire backlog so even if you just wanted to hop on for a month or two so that you could go through and listen to all of those episodes there are many 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 of them and it's just like a, probably a good value if you're always in the market for something else to listen to uh, and then additionally we have our merch tier at the $25 tier where each quarter of the year we generate like a new very special uh, and very limited piece of merchandise that has something to do with the pop with the pop this this quarter for q1 of 2022 we are making a custom deck of cards through the king's wild project which is this like just phenomenal card company that makes such beautiful decks of cards like yeah. they're like a work of art like every time i go to the website i'm like i would buy, like i don't even I like want, i know yeah like, i don't, what, even, do I don't you, even do you what do you even use playing cards <laughs> I never, right. not, not often at all. Um, and, and so it's like, but then I see them and it's like, it could even be for a brand some for something I've never even like, you know, read or watched that series or been involved with this activity. And I'm still like, that's pretty cool. looking. Got on it. So anyway, we will have a, uh, popcorn cultureified deck of cards. You will be getting two decks of cards, uh, and an uncut sheet of that deck of cards uh, if you sign up anytime between now and March 31st. Additionally, at the $10 tier, if you sign up right now, we have a special offer going on where you can just get that uncut sheet of cards uh, as as kind of like a cool bonus. Like a, like a big wall piece of art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You it's see gonna, all the cards at once. It'd be it's, really cool. Right. It's, it's a very like unique looking thing. Yes. Uh, like how, like you just, you just haven't seen an uncut sh- sheet of cards before. Yeah. I, I've been fascinated by this. It's like since the beginning. It's like the number one thing. I was like, if like, we're doing this, I got it. I want the uncut sheet. sheets because I want it for my own wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. So be sure to check that out. It's patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Otherwise, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, pop, pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.